0: Hello, Conscious Coaching Podcast Community. My name is Lauren Bentley and I am the host of this show. Thank you so much for being here. I welcome you with open arms. Whether you are a first time listener or you've been here for a while, I am so grateful to have you. I hope that this episode is meeting you well. I hope that you greeted your day with gratitude in your heart. I hope that you're meeting your body with deep conscious breaths. And I hope that you are ready for today's episode. Today is actually an introduction for what is coming into the whole month of October. With October being the theme of Halloween and witchiness and magic, I wanted to be able to bring in a new witchy woman every single Wednesday for the entire month of October. So I've interviewed different women that I've been connecting with throughout the years. And these with these women, we're talking about how to work with the moon, how to work with our own sacred cycles, working with our sexuality, with our own womb space, with herbs. I mean, if you are into witches and really getting embodied in all of the magic of what it is to be the feminine, I highly suggest sticking around and experiencing all of October. So if you even want to subscribe to this channel, you can get notified that these episodes are up and you can be sure to look for them every single Wednesday. So today is the introduction to all of this, and we're calling it Her Story, which is feminine history. But, you know, the whole play on words instead of history, let's call it Her Story. And I'm going to take you all the way back to the very beginning when it was all about the Mother God worship. We're going to talk about Christianity. We're going to talk about the witch trials. We're going to talk about the very things that have stripped women away from the sacred sisterhood, stripped women away from our sensuality from the red tent, from this intuitive nature that we had to be one with earth, to work with mother earth. But the amazing news is is that we are starting to wake up to this. We're craving that sisterhood. We're craving the magic. We're coming home. We're remembering. We are remembering what it's like to be embodied, to honor our menstrual cycle, to honor the moon, and to work with our rhythms and flows and the seasons that we experience each and every month. So... I no longer really need to create any more of an introduction for what we're going to be tapping into, Uh, but I will say before getting into today's episode that if you're really into uh, this witchy stuff, I invite you to check out the Breathe and Receive Membership. This is my monthly membership that grows and grows the first of every month. We work through fun themes. Uh, We get into worthiness. We get into the shadow season. We, We get into embodiment and breath work and meditation and just experiencing all of ourself. And with October, it's going to be Witchy Stuff 101. So within the Witchy Stuff 101, I'm going to teach you how to create sacred space within you and all around you. We're going to step into our power with breath work and meditation. I'm also going to offer some candle magic, bath magic, herbs for magic, sex magic, new moon magic, and full moon magic. It's going to be a really fun and creative month. So with this, like I said, it grows and grows the first of every month. You can experience the entire library anytime that you want. It's like having your own little holistic medicine cabinet right there at the tips of your fingers. What's even better is that it's only $25 a month. There's absolutely no contract. So if you're like, you know, I don't really enjoy this or I don't really have the time for this, you can just cancel it at any time. And what's Even better is that for my Conscious Coaching Podcast community, I offer you all the first month completely free. So what this means is that you can try out every the whole library for a whole month without putting any money down. And if you decide that it's just not for you, you can just cancel it and you literally lose no money. But if you do decide that you do love it, Like I said, after that first month is up, it's only $25 a month. So go ahead and check the show notes below that you can see the link as well as the coupon code for you to get in there, as well as in the show notes below will be how to um, sign up for a free 20-minute discovery call with me, also how to schedule two-hour-long single-session therapeutic deep dives. And this is for somebody who uh, just... Needs a go to go a little bit deeper and have a guide to help them get there. So all those links are below in the show notes as well as how to find me on Instagram as well as my Facebook group, A Conscious Community, so that we can connect even deeper. All right, all. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy today's episode. We're going to begin this series by talking about her story. Not his story. Her story. Her story of the original Mother God. Her story of women being worshipped as the goddess when everything was seen as sacred. I believe it is beneficial for all of us to begin in this space so that we can begin to understand how and why we have gotten here today, how and why we have been stripped so far away from our body, from our sexuality, our pleasure, thus stripping us away from our magic. The the facts I'm about to be telling you is, is not to try to persuade you to believe one thing over another, it's just to give you the facts of where we come from, where and why our magic was stripped away from us. I invite you to take what serves you and leave what doesn't, and just allow yourself to listen and understand her story. Of the goddess God has been referred to as female much longer than it has been referred to as male mother God worship also known as the worship of mother earth of the land dates back to 35,000 years it's more ancient than Christianity Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, and Judaism. Now, I don't necessarily believe that God is female, and I also don't believe that God is male. I believe that God is all things, both male and female, encompassing everything. God is you, God is me, God is every blade of grass. There are cave paintings carvings that honors the cyclic nature of the female body and the worship of Mother God. These have been found in prehistoric caves and sites all throughout Europe and the East. These cave paintings really shine a light on what is thought to be the earliest depiction of Mother God worship. During the Ice Age, humans were forced to surrender to the power of Mother Earth. We were forced to connect with the spirit of the Earth and connect with the spirit of the animals in order to survive. How else does one survive hardly any sun and ice cold temperatures throughout? Women's bodies were seen as sacred The woman was known as the goddess, the goddess who literally gave birth to life, who also menstrual cycle, which we'll be speaking about in a few weeks, is naturally tied up with the moon cycle. On top of that, we're able to just release what's no longer serving us every single month. And life literally grows inside of our body. We experience the most intense pain as our bodies completely take over and we're able to push the sacred life out of our own vessel. That is magic. That is powerful. Men even began to create sweat tents to go into to help them release what's no longer serving. As women went into their own red tents every single month together as a tribe, either on the new moon or the full moon, where they bled together, they bled straight into the earth. They shared stories and wisdom. They received deep, intuitive insights that led their community to find food, to find water to live. People lived in accordance with Earth's natural rhythms and cycles, in harmony with all of life. Everything was considered sacred, from every plant, every animal. Definitely Mother Earth, and men and women alike, we were all one in the same. As the ice melted and the temperatures got milder, ley lines were then discovered. Ley lines are powerful energetic pathways underneath the earth's surface. Sacred stone circles and temples were built on these ley lines as places of ritual and worship. All stages of womanhood were honored from the maiden to the mother to the wise woman, the crone. And in fact, in many mother god societies, the wealth and property were passed down through the female line, and the men took the female name as their own when married. Healers were very well known. Healers worked with Mother Earth to create, tinctures to to treat ailments, midwives welcomed in new life with sacred reverence. High priestesses devoted their lives to honoring Mother God and all of her elements on behalf of all people. Seers were called upon for guidance, and wise women were highly revered as wisdom keepers, crucial for embodying and passing on the knowledge of life. However, the Bronze and the Iron Ages saw nomadic tribes devoted to the art of war, and they began to invade and conquer many of these mother-god-worshipping cultures. Women were raped, enslaved, and forced to marry. Many women then began to um, take vows of celibacy and to become a nun because Mother Mary was a way to worship the Mother God in a very safe way. It was also a way for women to avoid being forced into marriage and, and forced into a commitment that they did not want to be in. The Roman Empire began to use Christianity as a way to control and to instill deep fear. Empowered women and men were forced to begin to worship an external male god. And if you did not surrender to this, you were usually beaten, tortured, oftentimes killed. You were also labeled as a pagan. Many Mother God temples and places of worship were conquered. You're going, you can see this in images of St. Michael slaying the snake. That snake represents Shakti energy. Shakti energy is feminine energy. It's what you feel when you walk into the forest. It's what you feel with a sway of your hips or a bite into a juicy strawberries. Shakti is being fully seen and fully worshipped. It's orgasm. It's pleasure. It's lipstick. It's your favorite outfit that makes you feel so sexy. That snake is the serpent of the goddess and the sin of women in many churches. A woman's sacred body went from being a sacred vessel to being the property of a man. Sexual urges of both men and women were seen as sinful, completely disconnecting us from our bodies. Women were forced to fit into one of two archetypes. You were either either the virgin, the good girl, or you were a whore. And in fact, in Mary Magdalene's story, she was Jesus's number one disciple. But because the the men who wrote the Bible and continued to rewrite and rewrite and rewrite could not understand the fact that Jesus could have a female as his number one disciple. So instead, they turned her into a whore. Also, the word virgin didn't always mean sexless being or good girl. It actually meant independent, strong woman. So even Mother Mary was taken from being this strong, independent, sex-full woman, being stripped away from her power and turned into a sexless being. stories of the sacred feminine were changed to worship the masculine and worship of the maiden mother and crone were replaced with worship of the father son and holy ghost and we see this very loudly still in our society today as women age we are we are taught to want to hide to want to change to be ashamed of our gray hair and cover them up, to get surgeries and injections to help to slow the aging process. Hardly any aging women are thought to be sexy, gorgeous, beautiful. However, the aging man is very much celebrated. Sacred texts and scrolls of the ancient mystic teachings, including those of Mother God and Goddess Worship, were destroyed. Most notably, with the fire of the Library of Alexandria, Alexandria contained all the original written work. It was completely burned to the ground, so all the written work had to be rewritten rewritten to then match the idea of his story, not her story. Then the Inquisition began in the 12th century as a way of enforcing even more control and instilling even more fear and terror. Witchcraft was deemed an awful act, and women such as Joan of Arc were being burned at the stake. Fear controlled the villages of Europe and parts of the Americas, as their inhabitants were forced to watch these witches burn in front of them. Women were tortured and forced to sit on burning iron stools because their sexuality was considered satanic. It was impossible to protect others or speak out against the terrorism for fear of being accused of heresy and given an unfair trial and suffering in an an excruciating death. We really don't know how many people were killed during the witch hunts, but it estimates around from tens of thousands to millions. And the BBC even recently reported that 900 bodies were found buried below a church in Scotland. Most of these people were given uh, unfair trials or mostly not a trial at all. And And another piece of energy that I still feel that we are deeply healing from today is women trusting women. So women worked very closely together in these times. We were worshiping the earth together, worshiping each other releasing together, bleeding together, birthing each other's babies. However, we were tortured into telling on who else was joining us in these witchcraft ceremonies. So we really had no choice but to turn on each other. And I think it's still very much a strong energy that we're still healing from today. We're still learning how to begin to trust each other again. And then going further, obviously, women didn't have the right to vote. Women didn't have, really didn't go to work. It was our job to stay home with the children, to cook and to clean, and to have the dinner ready for the husband when he came home. So many things have been stripped away from us, but we are returning. We are getting louder. We are showing up. We're getting fiercer. We're coming home to our sensuality. I mean, hey, you are in this program for a reason. And today, goddess worship can be found in all areas of the Great Mother Earth. We have come a long way, and there is further for us to go in order to heal the wounds and the soul rememberings of the past. The sacred feminine may have changed form, but she has never truly left.